0: say that it's hard to believe the holidays are coming, but 2020 has kind of been the longest year any of us have ever endured. So uh, I think uh, we're all ready for the holidays to get here just so we can get to the new year. But with respect to the holidays, I got to tell you about my complicated relationship with the holidays. So obviously when you're thinking about this kind of stuff, your opinions and your your philosophies on the holidays and that sort of thing are basically shaped by your life experiences as a child and then growing up. So for me, you know, I kind of had two... Uh, vastly different experiences with Christmas and the holidays. When I was a kid, you know, my, my, my father was, was fairly successful in his business and we had a lot of money and I can remember one Christmas I would get, you know, every uh, He-Man toy that was on the market that year. The next year I got every Transformers toy that was on the market. The next year it was all G.I. Joe. And as a kid, I can just remember waking up Christmas morning and just to this sea of presents. And I'll be honest, I was a spoiled kid, you know, and and, and it was really exciting as a kid. But uh, as I got older, my my father's business kind of took a turn for the worse. He got sick and somewhere between middle school and high school, basically the money ran out. So as a teenager and as a young adult, uh, Christmas and the holidays just had a very different feel for us. We just we didn't do gifts. Gifts weren't important. Uh, and a lot of the rituals and that sort of thing of the holidays were kind of overlooked because You know, as a young adult, when you're when you're more focused about surviving, you're not really worried about, you know, ringing in the holidays uh, in the traditional sense. So for me, I've just kind of grown up like with the holidays not really being a big deal. And it's not that I don't love Christmas. It's not that I don't want to get together with my family. I just, you know, it's become so commercialized over the years and there's just so much pressure to buy presents for the right people. And, you know, I mean, I got an email last week from the school uh, asking me if I wanted to chip in for one of my daughter's teacher's Christmas presents. I don't even have anybody buying me anything for Christmas. Why do I have to buy the teacher something for Christmas? Doesn't she have a family? Isn't that their family's responsibility to get her a Christmas gift? I feel like my tax dollars should be compensation enough for the job. So no, I won't be contributing to either of my daughter's teacher's Christmas gift funds. And further complicating my relationship with Christmas, I can't help but talk about my previous marriage and my ex-wife was brought up in a family that really loves Christmas. I mean, it is a big deal. Christmas is a big deal. Too much of a big deal for me, if I'm being honest. Uh, and you know, they're all about the rituals. They're all about the cookie baking. They're all about watching the Christmas movies. I mean, at at the conclusion of Thanksgiving dinner, my ex-wife's family sits down. And they watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It's their official kickoff to the Christmas season for them. And I'm sorry, but Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. And I feel like Thanksgiving gets overlooked every year for Christmas. And, you know, for me, having kind of mixed emotions about Christmas, it was weird when I met my ex-wife because, you know, I went from like not really caring about Christmas and the holidays to being thrust into it. And the rituals and the, the cookie baking and the Christmas list. Man, they, they have Christmas lists that they share on a Google document. And every year I was asked to add my Christmas wish list to this Google shared document. And I'm sorry, but I'm a grown man. I don't have a wish list for Christmas. If there's something that I want, I go buy it. So for me, the concept, you know, as a man in his 30s at that time putting together a Christmas wish list and giving that to other people it just felt juvenile it felt silly I just wanted no part of it and I'm not saying that I pushed back on every holiday event because I love the holidays I love getting together with family but when it's all about the gifts and it's all about the presents I just I just can't get with it you know and and these these people I'm not kidding you they'll have the adult Christmas on new on Christmas Eve and then when the kids get up, they get their own Christmas. And I, I can just remember sitting there looking over this sea of presents surrounded by adults acting like children. And I just, it just felt weird. I never, I was never okay with it. I was never comfortable with it, you know? And in my own home, my ex wife would want to do, you know, she'd want to do all the rituals and stuff and decorate the house. And it's fine. I'm, I'm happy decorating the house, you know? And I I deferred to her many times. Hey, listen, man, this is your thing. You tell me what you want me to do. I'll go along with it. But that being said, there were a few things, a few holiday traditions that I remember from my childhood that I wanted. I like a real Christmas tree. I like picking it out. I like smelling it. I love the fact that every year you have a different Christmas tree. Perhaps there's a, a unique story to how you got that Christmas tree, where you got it. And I just feel like that adds an element to the holidays. So the real Christmas tree was important to me. Well, I think I got two real Christmas trees in 10 years. Christmas movies. So many Christmas movies. White Christmas. It's a Wonderful Life. The Grinch. All of them. So many Christmas movies. I'm not big into Christmas movies, but I do like A Christmas Story. And TBS every year plays A Christmas Story for 24 hours. And if it's up to me, I'll just put the TV on TBS on Christmas Day and leave it on all day. But nonetheless, I would ask, Well, can we watch a Christmas story? No. I didn't even get to watch my favorite Christmas movie. And the real thing that just completely soured me to all this was one time when I was dropping my kids off with my ex-wife, and one of the kids had said something about wanting something, and she just casually mentioned, Well, when we pray to Santa tonight, we'll we'll ask him for that. I'm sorry. When you pray to Santa, we don't pray to Santa Claus in my house. Because my kids are eventually going to find out that Santa Claus isn't real. They're going to find out the Easter Bunny isn't real, and neither is the Tooth Fairy. And we pray to God in my house, and I don't want my kids thinking that Santa Claus is God. And what she does in her life is fine. But don't warp my kids. Don't turn my kids into little holiday weirdos. So that's my complicated relationship with Christmas. I don't like buying the gifts. I think there's too much pressure to buy gifts. It's too commercialized and there's, there's pressure to compete. It's, you know, well, I have to get them a gift because they got me a gift and it's got to be a comparable gift. And it just, it just adds so much stress and anxiety to an already stressful and anxious time. So I, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take the holidays off. I give my kids a Christmas. We get a Christmas tree. We do, we do our things. We do our, we have our own little holiday uh, traditions that we're trying to create and that sort of thing. But I just, I, I don't like going overboard with it. I just don't like it. And one of my biggest qualms with the holidays is the way Thanksgiving gets the shaft. I mean, it's like you go into the stores the day after October or the day after Halloween the Christmas decorations are out, and it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where, where's the where's the where's the cornucopia? Where's the where are the turkeys? Like, I want. What about Thanksgiving? I like Thanksgiving. Why? Because it's about spending time with your family. It's about being grateful for what you have, and it's about good food. And for me, like, you know, you ever ask me what do you want for your birthday, Daryl? I want to spend time with you. Like, take me out to dinner. Let's go get a nice dinner. Make me something nice for dinner. And that doesn't cost a lot of money. And I just, I don't know, I, you know I'm, I'm not a Grinch. I, I, I have small children and I want them to have Christmas memories. I can't afford to give them the, the Christmases that I grew up with, but I'm doing the best I can. But there's a lot of stress and anxiety around the holidays. So I found an expert for us to talk to this week. He's a doctor. His name is Patrick Porter. He's an award-winning author and speaker. He uh, has apparently devoted his entire career to neuroscience and brainwave entertainment, whatever that is. He's also the creator of BrainTap. You can look that up on your own time. But I want to ask Dr. Porter, what are some of the more traditional stresses and and sources of anxiety that we have to deal with around the holidays?
1: Well, one of the most traditional stresses that people have is just the... uh, the the loss that they feel because the holidays bring up nostalgia from our childhood or from our upbringing and those people that are no longer with us that brings in an unconscious kind of stress that happens. There's also the stress that happens through uh, stress eating. Uh, A lot of that is amplified. In fact, most people will say they gain between uh, four and six pounds just during the holiday month alone uh, because they're eating different things. They're not sleeping well because they're going to uh, in Normal times, would be going to parties and doing things that are not part of their normal routine. Uh, Routines are very important to our brain and to stress. Stress happens when things happen out of our control that we don't have. We don't seemingly have a choice in how to handle them or take care of them. So that causes uh, the tension that we feel in our body, the the emotion of, of stress.
0: And if that's not enough, allow me to remind you that we are still in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. The holidays are coming. The CDC just said this week, we shouldn't travel. They issued guidance urging Americans to cancel their travel plans for Thanksgiving. So I asked Dr. Porter how that plays into holiday stress.
1: So a lot of the holiday stress this year because of COVID is that, um, number one, there's always a lot of stress around the holidays anyway, and thoughts of suicide and things of this nature because of loneliness. And now that's only going to be amplified because we can't be with our families. So that stress is going to be there. But there's something we call fear, uncertainty, and doubt that happens all the time. And when there's fear of what's going on just in our environment, we're fearful not only for ourselves but for our family. If we do get together, there could be an underlying fear that someone is bringing a contagion into the house, you know, with us. Uh, That can cause some anxiety and fear. And so uh, the other is that uh, just anticipation, the anticipatory fear that uh, of that things not turning out the way that you want. If you're the house that's that's quote the uh, the holiday house, and now with everything that's going on, are they, is everything going to come out all right? Is is the family going to get along? <clears throat> just things of that nature are are, are pretty good um, sources for stress and worry. Uh, people who Drink too much during the holidays. That's already escalated because of Covid, but now the holidays seem to amplify that type of behavior uh, and even though at the moment it might relieve stress, but it amplifies that stress when they because they're not sleeping right, their their body's biologys out of out of whack with their mental system.
0: Do you think maybe it's possible that the the holidays, quote unquote, have just kind of become too big and too much because I mean, it kind of starts really after Halloween. And doesn't end till after New Year's. Has 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 the holiday period just kind of become too all-consuming?
1: Yes, I, I well, I think that it's become more of a shopping holiday than it used to be a family holiday. And people coming together and giving that special memento to someone else. Now it becomes almost like a competition. Everybody's a competition for the marketing dollars. I mean, there the Friday the Black Friday sales are starting a week or two before even before Halloween they're putting Christmas decorations up in the stores. People are and that's putting a lot of pressure on people to perform. It's it's getting people to become, you know, compliant with the new with the new Christmas instead of it you know, it used to be the day after Thanksgiving, the holiday lights would come up and people would start talking about that because we celebrated Thanksgiving. Now it's almost like Thanksgiving gets lost between, you know, the Christmas holiday and and Halloween, it seems like that is the trigger. And that, that does cause stress because people aren't ready for it. You know, people, a lot of people have their own business, their own life, what's going on. Now they start the pressures of Christmas and the competition that happens. And it is bigger than it ever has been.
0: Well, and, and that speaks to my point earlier that Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because it's not about gifts and it's not about, you know, the only real ritual is the meal and and it's about spending time with family. So for me, my favorite holiday is Thanksgiving, and it does feel like it gets overlooked every year.
1: Yeah, I think people are, in fact, people that get together for Thanksgiving rush out on that, that Friday, of course. Now, stores might not be doing it this year, but in the past, they've even opened up on Christmas Day, which we used to be, I mean, on Thanksgiving Day, which used to be a sacred time. You know, you're with your family, then stores started opening up, you know, on the afternoon of Thanksgiving. So now instead of spending time with the family, even though maybe a certain group would go and watch football, the other group would be at the kitchen table talking, you still have that kind of family dynamics going. Now that gets split up because people are being driven to shop for Christmas to get that special deal that that, that on that one-of-a-kind item they think that no one else is going to have this year.
0: So what do we do? Do we tell our, our holiday guests, you know, there's no talking of shopping until Friday morning. What? You know, how do we? How do we remove that commercialization away from the holidays?
1: Well, I think when if structure is so important to the brain, even though that might sound like a you know structure sometimes kills fun and enjoyment. But if you tell people, hey, you know, we want to have we want to have some family game night for us. When I was growing up, Thanksgiving the holidays were always a time for the family to get together, have fun, and play some games. If you structure some game times, some things in there that are going to Get the energy flowing in a more uh, fun way, then people won't leave. If you tell them, hey, we have these things planned, and you, if you're the person hosting it, I wouldn't say we're not shopping until Friday morning, but I would just say these are the things we plan on doing, and you know, we're, we're you know, just make it fun and enjoyable. We we always say, hey, bring your favorite bring your favorite game, to the to the dinner. Now I know there's some places in the country that you can only have one family. You know, one family and maybe bring one family guest, you know, or something like that. So there's a lot of requirements this holiday that are just basically going to change the whole dynamic. I mean, people, uh, you know, there, there's so much that happens to a person. I mean, even now, they just had a news report uh, not even a week ago that talked about what, they're eliminating isolation in prisons because of the damage it does neurologically to the prisoners. But we have isolation going on all over the country. And especially during holiday times when we associate, hey, this is the time we get to talk about grandma, we get to talk about dad, whatever. You know, you get together with family and you start bringing up memories that you haven't thought of for at least a year since the last holidays. And that's part of the bonding and the ritual of us as a community, you know, sharing our stories and passing those on to the next generation. And unfortunately, I think this year we're going to lose a year of doing that because people are scared to get together as a family.
0: So, so let's imagine you're a person with your family this holiday season, and you're kind of suffering in silence, you know, you're anxiety-ridden about the gifts and all this stuff. You know, what can we do as individuals to kind of rein in our own anxieties and manage our own stress during a, an already stressful time?
1: Well, one of the biggest things you can do is make sure you're not overdoing what might be termed junk foods and things, because these foods do, do change your mood. They change the way we think, so we want to we lower those. There's actually um, a list of really good foods if they go online and they just say, what are some healthy brain foods, because those are also foods that are going to slow down that sugar consumption. The other thing we can do is, again, structure is so important during the holidays, and, and now because of COVID, eat, eat your dinners at the dinner table. You know, have structure. Get up the way you would even if you're going to work, even though your work might be your couch. You know, do things that are structured in a way that cause, because our brain loves structure. If not, it, it's the old theory of uh, physics. that says uh, mass at rest tends to stay at rest. So in sitting is they now have deemed it the new smoking because our nervous system, our neurological system needs movement and breathing. So the biggest thing we can do during the holidays is get out, go for walks, do some breathing exercises, get out barefoot. If you're in a place where you can do that, uh, if you're not in the northern states, you know, get outside, touch the earth, do something to really what we would call ground yourself. Get, get doing something. Our body needs to move and breathe. You don't have to become a, a world-class athlete, but we, we need to move and breathe. And I think that that's one of the main things people can do to eliminate stress and tension. And, you know, take some time to do things that are fun. During the holidays, choose the holiday movies and things like that that are pleasant that leave you feeling good, there's a lot of them that are really melancholy because this is a time of the year that people, unfortunately, have those kind of depressive kind of thoughts. There's, you know, unfortunately, hopefully, we'll turn somebody away from that, but holidays notoriously are the biggest times for suicide, which nobody talks about. It's kind of the silent epidemic during the holidays because of loneliness and, and maybe even shame or guilt or resentment that they can't be with their families.
0: Well, Dr. Porter, I appreciate your expertise and your perspective. You've certainly given us good food for thought heading into this very stressful holiday season, and hopefully we can uh, you know, make it a little easier for a few folks out there.
1: Yes, and one, one thing I should say, too, is they should find some kind of mindfulness practice or prayer. Whatever they do to center and focus themselves also would be a good way.
0: I feel like being mindful is always sound advice, and if you can't avoid the holiday hustle and bustle, And you can't avoid the malls and you can't avoid the department stores. You can at least do that at home with your family, you know? And I'm going to do the same thing. I've got my kids this Thanksgiving, so uh, we're taking the week off and we're going to go play golf and go fishing and ride our bikes and do some yard work and, you know, just spend some quality time together. And I really hope that you get an opportunity to do the same. We'll talk to you in two weeks.